Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like, what the actual fuck? I'm Martin McClue. What the actual fuck? Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. <laughs> Daft cow? This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF of This Country podcast, number 186 in the French TV review Apple podcast charts. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh, that's the only <laughs> French I know. <laughs> that's the only French I know. I'm joined uh, tonight by uh, my wonderful colleague, Neil. Bonjour. There you are, a little bit more French. That's Bonjour. The, that's the other word I know. Actually, Sandicard d'initiative is the only thing I can remember in French, which apparently is Tourist Information Office. I think. <laughs> I honestly don't know what I think. Uh, we are joined today by the man, the myth, the moustache, Mr. Tim Downey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Hello, hello. And again, Hello, he's now another one that joins the realms of the people that should get the match ball because it's his third appearance on our podcast, which we are this is it. eternally grateful for. So there will be a ball-shaped thing coming through the post at you sometime. So don't worry. Fantastic. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a threat, but I'm very excited nonetheless. <laughs> a ball-shaped thing. A ball-shaped <laughs> thing. No, which could be anything. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? How are you? Very well. Yeah, very good. Uh, surviving, as we all are. So that's that's good. Still here. That's also a win. Um, but yeah, doing very well. You know, and, and happy back, to be here. Back to work and, and doing Back stuff. to work, yes. At the moment, I'm in Manchester um, uh, filming, which is very exciting, as is, as is classic with all these things. Not allowed to say what. Um, always that always that little carrot dangle filming fantastic mm. what is it can't say yeah so so there it, we go it's a very hollywood thing i do believe that you actually a lot of your actors are allowed to say what it is but you just want to say i'm afraid i can't say what it is we're all it's it's an unwritten thing but we are always allowed and people almost want us to but we don't want to <laughs> no, um, exactly. it just adds a little bit of air of mystery to what we uh to what we do we so, all yeah. love a bit of mystery don't we oh. we all love a bit of mystery love it love it 
Right. Uh, before we get into uh, uh, Curtin's Nan, which is a really terrible turn of phrase uh, to say, <laughs> um, but we will go through the scores for Steve Nibbs, the TV reporter extraordinaire from last week. So his scores were Got Range 27, Peeper 46, Random Acts of Kindness 73, Cockwomble 12, and Having a Laugh 76. He sounds like a person that we should have at a party. He's a random act of kindness and having a laugh. Top scores. Well, not quite top scores, but good scores. A very Mm. good card to have, I reckon. A very good card to have. Now, tonight's episode, or today's episode, or whenever you're listening to this, dear listener, um, is Curtain's Nan. Now, uh, we have all come with a uh, a little backstory of of sorts. Uh, I'm going to go first, if that's all right. I haven't been first for a while. You do it. So, here we go. Originally born in London... She had three brothers. Her father was a retired Major General in the British Army and was Lord Lieutenant of Berwickshire from 1989 to 2000. Her mother was Australian. Her paternal great-grandfather was a Scottish politician and her maternal great-great-grandfather was the Scottish botanist John Hutton Balfour. She attended, this is very specific, I know, but yeah, it's very detailed. Bear with me. (laughs) She attended West Heath Girls School. West Heath was an expensive boarding school where she was a classmate and friend of Lady Diana Spencer. Ages doesn't count, doesn't matter, it doesn't work out, but bear with me. In 1988, she was a member of the jury at the 38th Berlin International Film Festival. In 1993, she was a member of the jury at the 18th Moscow International Film Festival. In 1996, she appeared in the music video for Orbital's The Box. She has lived (laughs) in the village for over 50 years, and in February 2013, she played the part of David Bowie's wife in the promotional video for his song, The Stars Are Out Tonight. Wow. There you go. Wow, Wow. that is in-depth. I like the dates and the facts. Now, just for clarification and and total honesty, uh, I got that from Tilda Swinton's Wikipedia. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you know, because we've always said that we believe that it's Tilda Swinton that plays Curtain's Nan, and I thought, what of an easy way of doing it is just to drag a few facts from Tilda Swinton's life. So I wasn't being clever. That was just copy and pasted from Wikipedia. Hi, <laughs> thank you. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Tim, would you like to go next? Yes, yes, I certainly will. Right, so okay. um, this, this is fact. I did a lot of research. So this this is God's honest truth. So uh, so sit back and relax, and suddenly the mysteries will be revealed. <clears throat> Curtain's Nan. Some say she's Elvis. Some say she's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in a nylon tabard. She is all these things. Like a Taoist immortal, she is forever. An omnipresent figure that has transcended both time and space and has now decided to settle in a small village somewhere outside of Swindon. Probably North Leach, although some exteriors might be in Sirencester due to budget and availability. <laughs> but what we do, but, but what, what do we really know? Well, after extensive research, we've worked out a timeline of events that may or may not have happened. Having been a dinner lady at Our Lady of Perpetual Responsibility Primary School in Sirencester, Curtin's Nan left after a rather heated debate about suet that left the woodwork teacher, Les Shrapnel, only being able to discern the colour blue from certain objects and all people. The next few years were spent as a knife thrower's assistant in Runcorn, 
Saxon villager with limp at the Jorvik Viking Center, and then a small stint in Mossad, whereabouts unknown. <laughs> in her later years, she's shown herself to be a keen amateur golfer and also the author of two volumes on the history of scissors, shears, trimmers and pruners. She is now settled and seems to live a quiet life, but for how long is the question? She's had many aliases over the years, the shadow, the bone cruncher, Heidi blows, and now, of course, Curtin's Nan. Only time will tell if her wild days are over. That, of course, the persistent angina. (laughs) So that's... That's oh, all that's true. true. I that, love it. That was that's art. It. That was that art. Is. That was. I've actually got a tear in my eye there with the, <laughs> just how uh, moving that was. That was fantastic. Uh, Neil? Right. Here we go. Well, this that, is, you bastard. <laughs> well, this is what I found. I don't know. You know, we all researched, and this is what I came up with. After growing up in Scotland, Curtin's nan moved to London, where she joined the Met Police Force. She flew up the ranks very quickly and also met her future husband, Herbert Mucklow. She became one of the top detectives in the Met before retiring to a Cotswold village. She met her husband in this same village, Herbert. They married late in life and settled down in their little bungalow. She invested heavily with her retirement fund from the Met into his pottery business, which, alas, failed miserably, as nobody wanted his novelty bowls. (laughs) (laughs) They ended up having to move into rented accommodation, which she is still living in now. But there is one little-known fact about Curtin's Nan, that she was the original inspiration for DCI Jane Tennyson in Prime Suspect. There you go. (laughs) Wow. Beautiful. It's like it was written by Alan Bennett. It's wonderful. <laughs> Talking heads. Here we go. And spoken by Charles Autry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So we will delve into uh, Curtin Nunn's scores. Um, she's obviously had a very colourful past uh, mm. in whichever way we go. Um, mm. So let's see how she does for scores. Let's start with you, Tim. Forgot mm. range. How do you think? How handy do you think she is in a fight? She, I mean, as as we can remember, she had a small stint in Mossad. So That's I would say true. she's she is she's going to be tasty. Um, you she know, can kill case, you with her thumbs. She can <laughs> absolutely with an icy glare from quite a distance. Like yeah. you wouldn't, you would think you would think twice. As much as you know, you would you would want to avoid Miss Marple because wherever she goes, there's death. Exactly. You want to avoid that. So it's it's going to be a high score. What are, are we out of a hundred? Out of a hundred, indeed. Out of classic top trumps out of a hundred, indeed. I would say she's got to be pushing. I'm gonna I'm gonna say eighty seven. Ooh, that's I'm a, gonna say eighty seven. That's a nice. Prove me wrong. That is a mm. nice score. Uh, Neil, what do you think? Well, again, because I've got a, a been a trained um, in the police force and everything. She has. A, she's a handy with a weapon and. Uh, our weapons are our hands. <laughs> so I've got her down as 70. You know, she won't take any messing. We can see that when she comes out to tell the camera crew to clear off. Yeah. You know, she was there. She was going to break legs if they didn't move quicker. You oh, could yeah. see it, couldn't you? Through yeah. the pixelation, you could see the look. Yeah. yeah. You, could, uh, you could feel it. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. that icy, icy glare. I love that. Um that statement that just sort of sums her up. I've gone 70 as well, Neil, uh, not quite as, uh, as, as tough as Tim thinks, but 
you can tell she's up for a fight. She just she doesn't oh, yeah. care. I, I think she doesn't care what it is. She's waiting to mm. come out of that doorway. And whether it's somebody parked wrong, whether it's somebody walking the wrong way down the street, she's there and she's ready to have, mm. a, have a fight. So I'm going, yeah, I'm going 70. Um yeah, Rumour she... has it that she wants to join the uh, bare, fist, has... yeah, bare fist fighting of the local village. <laughs> Indeed. Well, this is it. it. And their motto is, of course, you know, no one talks about Curtin's Nan. <laughs> yeah. First rule of Curtin's Nan. <laughs> Don't talk about Curtin's Nan. Nan. Yeah, absolutely. You can imagine yeah. that everybody in the village is just as frightened about her as they are about Big Mandy or something. You know, it's they don't, uh, you know, don't look at her. Don't, don't, That's the only don't one Big Mandy her. avoids. She avoids Curtin's nan, Big Mandy. Yeah. She knows. I think so. Okay, that's fair enough. Right, how do we feel about Peeper? Uh, Neil, we'll go with you first. Low, because she's quite a, 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 prim, a prim and proper lady, so I've gone 10. You yeah, know, I what lady is going to perv when she likes a natter? Not her. No, absolutely not. That's a good rule of thumb for most people, I, I feel. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I, would, I, I tend to agree. I went low. I went eight. I went rule that, you know, she's got no need. No. She's got no, no, no need. You know, much like, a, you know, an episode of Better Call Saul with the policeman in that. You just, you just know. I don't need to get involved because I, I, I could cause some real damage. Mm. So I'm, you know, I don't go to it. It will come to me, I'm sure. Do we, do nice and low. Even, yeah, do we not even think there's any pent up? peeperage in there she's done her fighting yeah. she's so. done her fighting after all that knife throwing in runcorn she's seen enough <laughs> that is you know? that is her um that is her kink isn't it fighting so maybe okay well i say that and i've said five i've gone even lower than than the Ooh. two <laughs> I, I just think she's sort of in almost in the realms of kerry where it doesn't even that whole subject doesn't even register in her mind she's too busy with the red mist and too busy with the, the nattering it's it's yeah. nattering and fighting that's basically what she does and there is there is nothing in between and bingo there is bingo yeah but then that comes in as fighting as well doesn't it when you've got yeah, a whole load yeah. of old people yeah. together playing bingo that's yeah. that's worse than mma that's that's a nightmare <laughs> yeah. oh and they that can turn quick can, that can exactly. turn we've all been yeah. there yeah we all think it's a fun night out until it, it Oh, until those pens start flying. I, no. I'll tell you, I think I may have said this on a very old podcast, but my nan could hardly walk. But if you put her within 20 feet of a bingo hall, it's like Back to the Future DeLorean, mm. like flames. <laughs> Vroom, off she goes. And she's quick as a flash. She can do seven books all at the same time, three different people's books. It's amazing. It's mm. amazing to watch. It's like Rain Man. It's incredible. <laughs> um, okay. Right, random acts of kindness then. How do we feel she would be on that? I'm going to go quite high, 62, mainly because of the natter inside. I think she looks after Curtin. She's got his best interests at heart. She loves having a good natter with him and that's sort of the way that she likes to spend her downtime. So I think that she's quite sort of, to people that she likes, she's quite nice. Well, I'm saying that's just Curtin, basically, for me. Um, <laughs> uh, Tim, what would you say? I would agree. I think she's seen enough in her time to uh, to think to herself, you know what? Let's have a little bit of kindness here. You know, Mossad again is going to do that to you. It's hardened <laughs> you. It's it's going to it's going to turn you. I mean, again, and I, I'll bring it back to the Jorvik Viking Center. That can be vicious. Um, so you've got to have patience, uh, especially with the little kids that come in. I want to know, you know, what 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 are you whittling? 
and things like that, please. <laughs> it's very dangerous. So I, again, I think, I think it's quite high again. I think probably I'm going to go about 70. I'm going to go for that. I think, you know, there's a good, there's a good heart there that just wants to be loved. Oh. Yeah. And do you think, do you think she, do you think she's had love or do you think she's lost love and that's what makes her even harder? I think she's, I think she's just missed it. Right. I think, I think there was someone once. But oh, but whatever happened, whatever happened there, it went away. Right. Or maybe choices she made have, you know, have changed the courses of things. So I think she's no, oh, I think she's definitely known love. I bet mm. there's probably like a little, a little kind of, you know, faded photograph in her purse, that kind of thing. Slightly sort of, you know, dog-eared, where she'll get it out every now and then in the privacy of her own room. You know, that kind of, that kind of thing. So there's, there's, there's a sorrow there as well, you know, yeah. it goes back to that kind of kind, kind heart, that kind of thing. She wa- I think she'll want the best. Just don't fucking cross her. (laughs) (laughs) She'll break your legs like a pencil. Oh, dear, yeah. Uh, Neil, go on then. Well, you nearly nearly both changed my mind, but I'm still quite low on 40. Because I think, you know, through wizened years that she's become... um, that she can't be bothered with other people's, you know, giving other people kindness. She's done that throughout her life. So the only person she is kind to is Curtin. Um, so that's why I've gone low with 40. Yeah, she can't be bothered with anyone else's sob stories or anything like that. She's done it, been there, worn the T-shirt. But again, going with that then, are you saying that she's always been like that or is she like that the older that she gets? No, the older she gets. Because going by my story that I researched with the police, she's she's helped people all through her career um, and she can't be bothered now. She really can't be bothered. She's done it, she's been there. And apart from her own grandson, that's it. She she hasn't got the time of day for anybody else, especially the bingo ladies. <laughs> more though, um, more so than ever. Yeah, more so than ever. Yeah, she you know she wants to be top dog in the bingo hall, so she, no prisoners are taken. I'd love to see that. Do you think a Swindon bingo hall she's going to? Is she going to gala? Yeah, something like that. Dib dabs at it. dawn. Is it dib dabs they call them? Dib dabs at dawn. I didn't realize they're like yeah, twenty four yeah. hour. I didn't realize they do twenty four hour bingo. I didn't. Re- they do twenty four hour bingo. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't. Obviously, with COVID, it's probably stopped. But before they were doing, I'm sure it was twenty four hours a day. Bingo. Rolling bingo. Rolling into the bingo. bingo. Rolling bingo. God, Can I you imagine? Three that? o'clock in the morning. <laughs> in a bingo hall. There? I mean, imagine it the things. Be... Oh. Imagine being the bingo um, caller, though. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. early morning shift. Do it in shift. Talking about so someone who's, who's lost all sort of like sense of self and kind of like <laughs> no hope of love. It's that bingo caller at yeah. three in the morning. Yeah. Legs, legs 11. Yeah. 11. And there'll be one person <laughs> you know. in the background going, woo, woo. <laughs> yeah. Three in the morning, legs 11. I don't know. I don't even think they, do they don't, they don't do like two fat ladies 88 anymore do they and two little ducks i don't think they even do that i don't think they do, do, do they, so that so all the joy has been stripped from all it the and joy. they're now just literally picking numbers they eight. literally yeah they just go eight one 14 do they really yeah yeah and then oh, everybody's there with their dib dabbers going boom, boom, yeah boom, and it's up on a screen and it's not even ping pong balls anymore it's a it's a like a computerized machine so that, that wow. seems to me like there's no chance in it. It, it can be manipulated. Do you oh. know what I mean? The same as like when you have like um, uh, like fruit machines, but it's on a computer. Yeah. 
that that to me seems why would you put money on that because at least if it's physically in front of you you can see the reels kids yeah. remember way back when there were <laughs> fruit machines with fruit reels machine. i remember when i used to go to a pub and there'd be a man standing behind <laughs> the fruit machine spinning them with both hands <laughs> exactly daisy would i can remember when there were three people there with different bits of fruit in a bag and they would just lift one arm up and if you got three lemons you won a threatening slap, <laughs> slap on the back slap on the back Ah oh dear, yes. Bingo no wonder she's lost her happiness. Then you know, if they're not calling out properly the bingo numbers, no, or, or just having the ping pong balls. That was always wonderful. Yeah. The ping pong you balls. Got to, you've got to have a ping pong ball. That little kind yeah. of tombolery thing, like you're getting that's like it. a fate. That's that's exactly. that's real joy. Well, I mean, this is the brave new world we now find ourselves in, where not even bingo balls are allowed. I mean, this is that's it. I know. Bingo. Maybe Do it's a business opportunity. We could open our maybe. own retro bingo halls. Retro oh. bingo. There's money in that. I was yeah. going to say, in that. wow. And I can just imagine Mr. Danny with his crushed velvet suit on, <laughs> oh. big bow tie. Coming on saying, well, ladies and gentlemen, two little ducks, 22. Well, you can just do it. it. I can just see it. And then just a kind of creak of wheelchair wheels. <laughs> just this, yeah. just sort of, anyone, anyone at all? I really can't tell if anyone has any number whatsoever. I can't, I can't believe I'm here at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Why have you kept me here till three yeah. in the morning? Oh, dear. Um, and talking of Tom Bowler, we will be, when we do our last live podcast show in November, we will be doing this country bingo yes, with one of those are. little Tom Bowler things. That's what we're going to oh. use. We need to get oh. some crushed velvet suits then, Pav. <laughs> we certainly do, Neil. Can't you just little get bow, one Little bow ties. Little yeah. bow ties. You want all of that. Oh. You want all of that. Wonderful. Oh, that's just sold the last few tickets, Neil. Just me mentioning that, I think. Yeah, I um, think so. Right then. Cockwomble. Uh, Tim. You're not, you're not a cockwomble. I mean, oh, really? Tim. <laughs> wow, that, that escalated quickly. I'm sorry, uh, Tim. What is your so, score for Curtains Nan for the cockwomble category? Uh, well, it's got to be low. It's got. She, she's. I mean, she's a. She's. She's wonderful. She's a wonderful. She's an immortal. She will. She will outlive all of us. Uh, I feel she's. You know, she's. She's got it together. Yes, she's loved and lost, but ah, who can say they haven't? You know, and had some rather murky stuff in the past, but you know, she's 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 awesome. I mean, she's awesome. She's you know untouchable. She's you know she's protecting family, beating up film crew. <laughs> I mean, this is all good stuff. So I, I I would I would go I would go low. I'm going to go. I mean, there's probably an element of certain things you go really you shouldn't have shouldn't, shouldn't have really done that, especially at the bingo hall. That was unnecessary. Yeah, those kind of things. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go sort of high teens. I'm going to go like seventeen. Okay. Okay. Mm. Neil, I've gone smack down the middle, fifty with this oh, one. Okay. Because she never used to be a cockwomble all through her working career. I can see it, but in her later years, when she's having to put up with, you know, advances from Arthur. Things like that. She's, yeah, she's had enough. So the cockwombleness has come out, and that's where she strikes. So a dead down the middle 50. I mean, look at the way she was with the film crew, making her have to pixelate her face out. You know, did she need to do that? Well, possibly, if she was working, with, you know, against Mossad. Well, this is it. Yeah, so actually, see, now, every the layers time, are, now the layers yeah. are coming. 
you now see, you babe. see, every time you see her, she just has a pixelated face. She she's holds she's it protecting on the, the innocent. I don't know who these innocent <laughs> are, but she's protecting them, and so therefore that's got to be it's got to yeah. be yeah. But still, it, smack down the middle because she's changed. She's gone from being not cockwomble to not putting up with fools easily. I think. I didn't even think about the pixelated, pixelated face until you put the Mossad and the pixelated face together, and you and there's a reason for that now. Yeah, and and I've I've gone 25, so I'm sort of like taking a little bit from both of you in regards yeah. to. I think she's only a cockwomble as she gets older, and I think it is it, it's it's almost like it's a it's an act that she mm. has to play this mm. this um, grumpy old woman to sort of keep people away. Curtin's mm-hmm, yeah. fine because she knows who Curtin is. She hates Kerry. She doesn't want Kerry in the house. She doesn't want film crew in the house. I think it's it's a perfect ploy to just keep the one person close. So, you know, if she becomes incapacitated, she's got somebody there that can keep her going. But anonymity is a, is a must for her. So I'm going to go 25 for that one. Ooh. Um it's weird. I mean, she's on screen for no more than a couple of minutes, but I think mm. she's one of the most rounded characters that I think we've spoken about in this <laughs> in this yeah. top fronts, um, series. I would now she's my favourite one to have a maybe have a prequel series. Yeah, her own you know, spin off. Curtains Nan, like in like fifty years ago. Yeah. It'd be like a female Indiana Jones. I think it'd be like just this <laughs> nothing but adventures. It'd be amazing. I think it'd be incredible. I think there should definitely be an episode as well where she just doesn't appear. Everyone's talking about her or it just mm. cuts away. If she comes into a room, it cuts away to something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so it's everybody else's reactions to her. Like, like we as the audience are her going, you know, following through. I mean, that'd be absolutely magnificent. I mean, be. that's got, that's got BAFTA written all over it straight absolutely. away. I think so. To be fair, I can relate to that. Every time I walk in a room, everyone stops talking and I feel like they're just talking about me. Does anyone else get that, or is it just me? I think it's yeah. just me by the looks on your faces. I think that's. <laughs> I think it is just. I me. think that's Sorry, something man. that needs to be addressed. Yes, yeah. I think it is. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that at a later date. Okay, having a laugh, Neil. You can go first on this one. Thirty. Now she enjoys a laugh with the people that she knows. She enjoys a laugh under her breath to some people's misfortunes, but she's not overly a bubbly person. Now I'm talking of older curtains now. When she was younger, she would join in with the rest of her work crew and have a good laugh, but that's worn or been worn out of her, I think. So 30. Okay. Uh, Tim? I think she's got a wicked sense of humour. Yes, not a lot of people get to hear it, but it's still it's still there. And I think it's, 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 it's probably not a gag-based humour, but I think it's wicked and funny. I think she's probably got a great one-liner in her. I bet she's probably got... All those little kind of like, oh, do you remember? The, let me tell you this story about David Niven. You know, those kind of stories. You go, God, it's absolutely extraordinary. So I'm, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go probably about 43. Because okay. I think it's there. I think it's mm. there. I think once you kind of get through all of that, I think, imagine there as a dinner guest. You know, you know, one of those, oh, who would you choose? What five people? You had Curtains Nan, unpixelated mm. this time. It's the privacy of it. I think she'd probably be the, the best storyteller there. She would just kind of absolutely kind of knock you for six. We'd go, God. That's a that's extraordinary. I think you would be entranced by her, but you got to get you got to kind of hack through and it not be on a bingo night. But you really, you know, I think you could do it. Mm. I get the feeling that when she was fighting people, 
or if she was like in the process of maybe killing someone, she would do a little funny one, you know, kill someone with an ice pick and then go mm. ice to see you or something like that. Oh. You know, some, some little, mm. so she, she, there'll be a little funny quip. one. Yeah. A little quip every time she does something bad. Um, yeah. So I, I've gone 40. I, I've sort of the same thing as you, Tim. I think that she's, um, she's got a sense of humor, but I think she uses it at a specific time. As a weapon. You know, or yeah, almost as a weapon. Yeah. Mm. It's all very James Bondian. Is that can you yeah. Yeah. in that way? Yeah. You know, when you're yeah. strangling someone, took your breath away. Exactly. Kind of, yes. Oh. Exactly. You know, and someone's even... eyes are bulging out and go, oh, very funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's I think that's um yeah, I, I don't I don't think she's a laugh a minute. I don't think no. somebody no. that is um that is cracking even cracking i mean you hear when you hear the the natter she has with curtain it's very mundane and boring stuff that they're talking about um but yeah i think i think she's got a cracking one-liner in her i do cracking one-liner yeah, okay Ooh, has anybody definitely... got anything else they want to say about curtains now i just want to ask what sort of house do you think she keeps as in you know do you think everything is in its place and pristine or do you think you know well what do you think what sort of house has she got i reckon bungalow, there's at least should say. bungalow i reckon mm. there's a there, there must be at least a corner of that which no one has seen curtain hasn't seen it no one mm. no one at all if she has a you know someone comes in as a care or something no one's allowed in this room this room is like someone's drawer you know like alan partridge's yeah. drawer don't look in that drawer <laughs> yeah. that kind of that yeah. kind of thing they um, were there when i, I moved think, in yeah, <laughs> don't know what that is. Um, uh, yeah so i think there's a corner maybe in a bedroom or something like that that's very odd and eclectic and would be like a whole window into it i reckon you know the bedroom itself is probably quite neat and tidy one corner or a room would just be just a mess of everything of just kind of stuff she's accumulating just kind of put in a room stuff to remember stuff to mm. forget you know that kind of thing and the rest of the house would probably be quite just sort of neat tidy not overly neat not overly tidy functional I, I, I get the impression she loves an ornament yeah but yeah. deftly put just yes yeah a, a dancing lady just just so by her, by her secret room, where you pull the dancing lady and it opens the secret room, and there's her weapons. I was going to say, the history, I, yeah, there I've it got is. a feeling that there's a a lovely piece of art, maybe one of the like the, the the crying blue lady or a blue boy, whatever they call it. She presses a button on one of her pieces of like tat. It 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 reverses, and then all of her guns and her throwing stars and her, yeah. her spindly knives are all there waiting just in case mm. she needs it for one final job. I think there's always one more job to do, I think. She's yes. waiting yeah, you for never, You call. never quite retire. No. no. She's, always... waiting, she's waiting for that red phone to just start. <laughs> and then she can take the top off of the William Shakespeare, press the button, the door's open, she goes... Oh, that's Batman, isn't it? Sorry, that's Batman. I'm getting it, <laughs> getting it confused. Right. So we've got her final scores for now, and they go like this. Got range, 75. Peeper, Ooh. 8. Random Acts of Kindness, 57. Cockwomble, 31. And Having a Laugh, 37. Ooh. So she is definitely a fighter, not a lover. 
without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the rest of them, Peeper, we don't want to get her um, in the top Trumps game if we're going um, next to Martin Mucklow, probably next to anybody. I don't think anybody else has got a score as low as uh, eight for Peeper. Um, but got range. You want her in a fight. That's definitely yes. what you want her in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it is down to uh, our listeners now. Uh, Neil, would you want to let them know how they can get their uh, scores into us? Absolutely. You can submit your scores on any of our social media platforms under this country pod. Please do come and give us a click and a like and a follow. We would love to see you on there. You can also email it to us at wtafthiscountry at hotmail.com. And I will say it for now. You can go to the website. You can put it in there at wtafpodcast.com where you can also get tickets for our final live show on November the 26th. Wonderfully done. Now, Tim, Mm. um, work-wise, where are you in regards to toast? Are you back for toast? Can you say, or are you well, not allowed? I'm, it's well, it's been. Uh, I know it's happening. We all know it's happening. Um, but at the moment, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've heard this. I've heard. I've heard a few things. So we shall have to. We shall have to wait and see. Right, cause um, it's, to- it's toast in America, isn't it? Apparently, it's toast in America. Yes. Yeah, so I. I don't know how that is all going to work um, in regards to voiceovers and all of that, but. We shall, we shall see in the fullness of time and in that classic <laughs> sense of, of course, I'm allowed to tell you exactly what it is, but, I, <laughs> but I've been sworn to secrecy um, in, a, you know, in a secret service where you understand, in a curtains nan way. Mm. Um, I obviously can't go into anything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, we shall, we shall see. But it's very exciting. It's very exciting to have Toast back. I'm very oh, excited. Absolutely, absolutely. And is there any things that you're working on or about to work on that you can tell us about? You know what? I'm going to say no. Um, there are things. You're taking there the are piss things. now. It just sounds terrible, doesn't it? it just sounds yeah. terrible. Well, you know, I'm I'm up in uh, up in Manchester at the moment. So I'm working um, on a new series at the moment, which is very very exciting. Um, another another comedy, another funny. So really excited by doing that. Um, and there's a couple. And there's a, it's a strange old time because there's things kind of brewing and there's things kind of happening. Um, but it's it's been a slow kind of burn as we kind of come into 21. Is there's definitely things there and kind of green shoots and all sort of things happening. Um, but uh, it's still it's still a bit tentative. I think it's I think it's all to do with kind of lifting things. As soon as things are lifted mm. in certain respects, suddenly there'll be sort of like a deluge of things that people want made and series that should have been done that should have started in you know 2020 that still haven't been made so I so I think as any actor we're kind of going at any minute now we're going to be like horses in a race it's suddenly going to open and they're going to go gasp me gasp me they're going to be racing to it going gasp me grabbing as much like supermarket sweep just grabbing stuff off it what have you got I've got this bit of East End great great so yeah, we will see. We'll, we will see what happens. Well, the thing is, if horses are involved, we know what an expert you are on a horse. Yes, uh, oh. Transformers. Obviously, I mean, yeah, you know, if Michael Bay will let you drive around and drive around on a drive horse, around drive around a horse. Well, it's Michael Bay, you never know. Yeah. He probably would say, "This is a horse. Please drive it." Oh, so, uh, yeah, terrifying, terrifying. Ah. I don't want to. I don't want to see another horse for a while. At least not those horses. No, because they are frightening beautiful <laughs> things wonderful wonderful beasts very 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 fast right especially when you don't know what you're doing <laughs> that is 
quite simply terrifying. Uh, now, as we were recording this, um, yet was it yesterday or today? No, yesterday um, they released the first trailer for the US version of this country. Did you get a chance to see it? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. I heard. I heard it was coming out, and I was ready. Um, but no, I haven't seen it. How yes. how have they how have they kind of cast it? How is it all kind of put well, the, together? The majority. It's called Welcome to Flatch. That's what mm-hmm. they called it. It's not. It's not called this country. Um, and pretty much everybody that's in it are unknowns, apart from the vicar, which mm. is played by um, Stifler, Stifler from American Pie, Sean William really? Scott. Sean William Scott. Yeah. So a little bit of a different thing. And the tr- in the trailer, there are a couple of little lines where they've obviously taken some of the lines from the original um, uh, pilot and mm. and tweaked them to Americanize them a little bit. Um, it, it looks promising, put it that it way. Does. I'll say it, it, really it, does. it looks promising. Um, there's Good. a lot of people that are saying, no, I don't want to, I don't want to know. I don't, you know, on online, but I think we need to give it a chance. I do think we need to give mm. it a chance. I enjoyed yeah. the trailer when I saw it. I really did. I thought, well, oh, that looks quite amusing. You, like you said, you can see bits from where they've taken it from this, from the English version over and adapted it. But I think it looks promising. I really do. Yeah, and to see probably. Stifler not clowning and being very straight was quite weird, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. quite yeah. extraordinary. No, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward. I think. I mean, it could be like the American Office. It could just mm. like kind of take off and kind of take on a whole life of its own. I mean, small town American life is is ripe for comedy. Surely, absolutely, and surely. endless. And if it's endless, done, yeah. endless comedy because you know they have more. You know, the wonderful thing about this country was the minutiae and the detail. Like, you know, I've probably told you guys, but we know I grew up in a village. So I know those mundanities of just kind of hanging around a bus stop, you know, kind of, you know, all those things that this country captures so well. America kind of ramp up. There's kind of oddities in small town American life that, we, you know, we've seen for years. And I think if they tap into it well, it could be it could be brilliant. It could be absolutely great. So yeah, yeah very excited by that. Yeah. Very I think, I think it, as long as it, they give it enough time to find its feet, I think then it'll, mm. it, it, cause the same as the American office, the very first episode was shot for shot. The same as the first episode of the UK office. And I remember watching it thinking, Oh my God, this is terrible. Mm. Uh, and now I actually love the U S office more than the, I know it's sacrilege to say, but I love it more than the UK office. Cause you get to know the characters more, you know, mm. they have 20, 22 episodes in a series and you fall in love with the, a lot of the different relationships because they've got more time to expand on mm. them rather than six mm. episodes and done two series and done. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I must admit. And there's a good pedigree behind it with Paul Feig and, uh, Jenny Bix, oh. who wrote um, Sex in the City and The Greatest Showman. So there's some, there's some, oh, some good you know, people. There's some people, people behind it. So, you know, it's saying that, and they'll probably cancel it after one series now when you say all that. But, but that <laughs> halfway is, through the first series. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I was really yeah. looking forward to that. But that is, that's the business that uh, you're in, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Brutal. Absolutely it brutal. brutal. It's like MMA fighting, but, you know, on television. On th- exactly. you know, MMA fighting is on television. You yeah. get what I'm saying. I, yeah, you get what I'm saying. More drawn out, you know. I do. Um, how is the how is the storytelling going? Storytelling. Yes. You're still doing it. You're still doing it. I do it every kind of now and then. So I did one for uh, Easter, just gone. I'll probably do a few more um, around Christmas, Halloween, things like that. 
but that's been great. I've had a really kind of really lovely response from people, um, young, old, all over the place, just um, with just telling stories. And I think, you know, I, I did it as much for myself, I think, as anybody else. And it kind of takes on a sort of um, life of its own after a while. And it just became a really nice thing to do and to kind of orchestrate and a nice break from all the kind of, you know, horror and everything else that mm. was going on and the collapse of society as we know it, just to kind of have a moment that is just kind of, well, this is just a bit silly. It's out of time and place and you can just read a story. And there were some people who would, you know, look at it, you know, listening to it or um, watching it in the States that were on their lunch breaks. There was paramedics in the States that were watching it on, on breaks for like 10, 15 minutes. And you kind of think, God, it's me. you don't realise that. Just kind of sitting in your, you know, your living room in a corner, you don't, you don't imagine that's what is going on. But no, it was great. So yeah, I will be doing, I will be doing some more because it was good fun. But um, yeah, I think around, yeah, around Halloween, Christmas, a few things like that. I may throw in a few sort of curveballs, as it were. Just go, oh, I'm going to come and do, come and do this now. But yeah, it was great fun. Uh, yeah, oh, good, it good. I, I awesome. must admit, I always, I, I, I didn't watch any of them live, but I watched a few and I watched them back. And mm. I often thought to myself, I'm, I'm like a grown man listening to another grown man telling children's stories. Is this right? Should I be doing this or not? And I thought, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, does it? You know, no. it's, we're, we're in weird times. So anything goes. Mm. Exactly. And if anyone comes in and goes, it's all right, I know him. It's all yeah. right. I know, it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. I know him. We've spoken a few times. We've spoken yes. a few times. This is yes. absolutely, it's research yeah. as well. So all of this is fine. Please leave. In, in, yeah. in, yes. Please leave. I want my time on my own with Tim, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Tim, uh, we can only say once again, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Honestly, it really... Such an honour to talk to you again. It is. If, when all of this started, the WTF, if I had a chance to be able to sit down with you once to be able to chat to you, I would count myself ourselves lucky. To be able to say that we've now done it three times, I yeah. think is... Um, is is really really taking up too much of your time i feel <laughs> it's it's an it's an app it's an, honestly it's an absolute pleasure and i thank you very much for having me on it's a good it's just great fun it's a brilliant show this is a brilliant show the thank show you. itself is a brilliant show and so yeah it's a it's a joy it's a joy and i get to look oh. at your room again which oh, is wow. oh yes amazing you and must come and visit it, it. It's very, love very, to come and visit it. it's very, very messy at the moment. If you, if you could only see over here just how much mess there is, but but hopefully in a couple of days, I'll have a proper Mandalorian <gasps> helmet in a couple of Ooh. days. So I'm just waiting for that to that to come through the post. So the next time we speak, I may actually wear it for the whole interview. <laughs> I think, I I think never... you should, because the oh, amount yeah. probably of customs you are going to be paying... <laughs> As it comes from America, it's like this costs this much. It's going to be seven hundred pounds in customs. <laughs> what? How I've been waiting. I've been waiting so long for it, and it's something I don't know what it is about the design of that thing. There's just something that about it. I don't know. I will. I probably will never take it off. I will just be wearing it everywhere. <laughs> but I have to. I have to agree with you. Whenever I watch Star Wars, and I remember watching it as a kid, and it was Bubba Fett, the absolutely got me and i have no idea what and mm. i like you you obviously think you're on your own but suddenly you realize no actually he's kind of everybody's yeah. favorite other character apart from like han solo and all the kind of all of those as young guys you're kind of like yeah i want to be han solo and like you know r2d2 that's cool and bubba fett 
Yeah. Because he was just this kind of silent assassin. You just kind of I see it, but I've got, so cool. I've got there you go. I've got Boba Fett's helmet up there. Look, oh, as you can see, which doesn't help anybody listening to the podcast because they can't see this. But uh, but there you go. So uh, Tim, thank you so much. Um, it's been a real honour once again. It really has. It's such a joy to talk to you, Tim. Yeah, and you um, guys as well. Thank you. Thank you. And um, if you want to come and help support the podcast, come and be a Patreon peeper. Go to patreon.com forward slash WTAF. Uh, loads of different rewards and different levels for you to come and help support the podcast. We'll be very happy if you do that. And, come and exclusive a- content as well. Indeed, exclusive content. And also uh, come and uh, give us a rating and review at uh, Apple Podcasts. Number 186 in the French TV review chart, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we oui, can't, oui. can't get any better than that apart from getting 185 i suppose then we could get better than that but you know, you know now that we've got tim Downey, i mean the, the world is our oyster this you know podcast is gonna 184 dare we dare we dream dare we dream we should we should uh anyway once again thank you very much tim thank you tim pleasure thank you guys thank you neil thank you very much pav thank you very much everybody and go and get plumbed you fuckers scarecrow festival is like the most important day of the year This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.